I'm going to try and be as honest as I can about some of these. Some I may not be able to expose on the internet. Maybe too personal. But be sure that you can do this by yourself and be as honest, ruthless, straightforward with yourself as you possibly can. The truth is what will bring the reality to the forefront of who you really are and help you analyze the good, the bad, the ugly, what you want to change, what you don't want to change, what you want to grow or what you want to get away from, and all of the other stuff. It's easy to avoid this. It's easy to overlook it. It's easy to stay comfortable. But doing that means you'll never grow. So join me on this journey and let's confront some of these very vulnerable, exposing questions and see what comes of it. All right. All right. Let's go. Okay, here we go. I'm going to do this on the fly. I have not previewed these questions and pre-answered them, so this is true authenticity at its best. I am going to look at these questions, and I'm going to answer them right here with you. You may not give a fuck about my answers, but you might find it intriguing. The main thing is that you get these questions, and you answer them for yourself so you can find out who you are know yourself okay let's start out with number one what are my strengths me personally i would say i'm very headstrong determined once i fixate on a certain thing like this podcast when i said i was going to do it I started writing, I started figuring out the DAW, the Digital Audio Workstation. I put together stuff on Photoshop for um, my logo and my picture for all the different podcast sites it was going to go on to. I figured out how I was going to do it. I mean, I was dead set on it, so that is something I'm very strong at. Whatever I want to do, I'm headstrong, I'm determined. Once I fixate on a goal, I do not give up. Once I wanted to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I got into bodybuilding. I went from being a skinny little shrimp to putting on serious amounts of muscle, dieting down, getting rid of all my body fat, doing three bodybuilding shows, being very successful as a personal trainer and nutritionist. I wanted to be in a band. I learned how to play guitar, learned how to do vocals, got to play locally, got to travel to some states outside of here, got to be on the radio, 97.1, the Eagle, big FM channel. That's my strength. If I decide I'm going to do something, I just bury myself into it with extreme focus and obsession. There you go. Number two, what are my short-term goals and what are my long-term goals? Short-term, I want to grow this podcast. I want to grow my art project that I'm doing online, uh, Fiverr, Redbubble, and other freelance graphic design programs that I'm doing because I love doing artwork on the side of this podcast. And those are ways for me to make a living. Long-term goals are, of course, get away from any kind of boss or any kind of entity that can own or run my life and me have true autonomy to be my own individual. Okay, number three, who matters most to me? Who are my support people? Okay, let's just go with who matters most to me. That is not a question that I will answer on here because I would have to expose certain people's names that 
do not want to be exposed, but they know who they are. Let's just move on to number four. Answer number three for yourself. Number four, what am I ashamed of? Um, I am ashamed that I have a condition with uh, anxiety that I've dealt with since my 20s and I'm in my 40s now and I've had to take medication for it feels like my whole life. It's been half my life for it and I haven't figured out a way to conquer it mentally when I am so obsessive about controlling things, taking taking the reins and being in charge. For some reason, I can't figure out this damn voice in my head and these panic and anxiety attacks and I keep needing to take medication for it for all these years. That's fucking bullshit. I'm completely ashamed of that. I'm horrified to admit it, but fuck it. I'm just being honest. Number five, what do I like to do for fun? I like to do artwork. I like to do music. I like to travel and see new places. I like discovering history. I like being around truly humorous, genuine people that I can enjoy their company. That's good enough. Number six, what new activities am I interested in or would I try if fear of rejection didn't exist? Ooh, if fear or rejection didn't exist, what would I try? I would go skydiving immediately. Um, I'm, I'm good. That's on the bucket list anyways. I'm going to do that no matter what. Eventually, I would like to do improv. I would like to go up on stage and do improv. Just be hit with a scenario and be told to be a certain character and interact with the crowd and the person that I'm on stage with and do improv because I would be fucking terrified to do it. But if fear and rejection didn't exist, why wouldn't I do it? I'd love to be able to do acting. I would love to be able to direct a movie. All these things, I do have fear of rejection or fear of doing the the certain thing. So there's a couple for me. What am I worried about? Well, in general, I worry about everything because I have an overactive mind. You could call it obsessive compulsive or ADD or you can blame it on my anxiety or whatever you want to, whatever various diseases you can tag on to me. I am not a diseased human being. I consider myself healthy. My mind is out of control sometimes, so I worry about too much too often. So what do I worry about? Fucking everything. I need to get that in check, right? <laughs> Number eight, what are my values? What do I believe in? Okay, they give an example. You can consider politics, religion, social issues. What are my values? The greater good, loving my fellow man, woman, or whatever they consider themselves, helping, valuing each individual human being that I come in contact with. And I expect that in return too. Now, I'll try my best in my values to treat people as an equal as long as they treat me the same. You know, the eye for an eye thing. I'm not gonna go out and do something terrible to somebody just because they said something shitty to me or they did something horrible or whatever. But spur of the moment, I can't promise anything. Nobody really can because we don't know how our instantaneous emotions can affect our reactions of anger and so on and so forth. Anyways, that's my values in general is love and a basic generosity and need to give and help my fellow human being out 
in this world because I expect the same in return because we are all here together as a unified species, as brothers and sisters on the face of this earth, and we need to help one another. Politics, fucking hate it. I don't like politics at all. Politics is evil. Um, That's the way I believe. Religion, most religion is indoctrination. Uh, I don't believe too much in most religions. I do believe in God. I don't believe in the God of the Old Testament Bible or many of the other different religions that is this vengeful God that will banish you to hell for being a sinful, bad human being. I think generally all human beings want to be good. It's inherent in our DNA somehow, some some reason. The creator of all that is out there, the one that is above us, that is the unifier of all in this universe, we don't know his name, we don't know what he looks like, we don't know what kind of entity he is, what energy he is. The Bible says we're created in his image. Other texts says that we are. All I know is that creation is beautiful and so intricate, so delicate. Evolution didn't create it. Fuck Darwin. And that's my belief on that. Social issues, I'm not going to get into all that shit. So I answered number eight as best I could. Too damn long. Number nine, if I could have one wish, it would be to have a billion fucking dollars. And everybody's going to answer this the same. Everybody's going to want money. So let me take that off the... Let me take that off. Just period. Just just get rid of it. Fuck money. So if I could have one wish and it couldn't be money, then I would wish for absolute inherent ability to be comfortable and charismatic at all times. Because I believe with that quality, you will be authentic. You will materialize things in your life doors will open for you and everything will go your way period so that's what i would wish for number 10 where do i feel the safest in my home in my bed away from the crazy noise pollution and cars rushing around and people screaming and yelling that's probably where i feel the safest if i had to go okay you can't have your house i would pick out in nature That would probably be number one for me. Laying out in nature, underneath some trees, in the dirt, on the grass, being at one with creation. That is where I would feel the most comfortable. Number 12, if I was not afraid, I would... This was already answered. If I was not afraid, I would fucking do lots of shit. I mean, everybody would. But go ahead and answer this for yourself. If I was not afraid, there's so many damn things that I would do. It's This is a really exposing question. Answer it for yourself. I think I've, I feel like I answered it earlier on number six. If I was not afraid, I would do so many different things than I'm doing right now. Okay? Let me just leave it at that. Number 13, what is my proudest accomplishment? Oh, shit. That's a hard one. What is my proudest accomplishment? If you have to just nail that down to one fucking thing, what is my proudest accomplishment? I would say my proudest accomplishment is that I learned to expose myself to and deal with and learn from pain through working out, through cardio, There are all sorts of different things, sauna, cold exposure, every way you can torture yourself to make you a stronger human being. 
I am so proud that I faced that because many people will go to their grave and never face any of that shit. Now, most people are going to say, well, I got an award for this or, you know, I could say it was my bodybuilding career or my me being a musician and having a band and cutting a CD and uh, blah, blah, blah. But me facing pain for so many years since my 20s to now in various forms and fashions and beating the fuck out of pain. Many people can't say they did that. What's my biggest failure? That's kind of a different question. If we got to talk about failure, I've got lots of failures. I failed in my bodybuilding career. I failed in my music career. I failed in my artist career. I failed in so many things that I tried to do. I failed in, I mean, whatever you want to possibly look at. I've, I've failed in so many different ways, but failing was a good thing. What is my biggest failure? I don't know. I would have to really seriously sit and think, and I'm not going to do that to you since you're listening to a podcast, but I encourage anyone out there that's listening to this to sit down and spend time thinking through these questions. Don't feel rushed to answer them like I'm doing right now because I have so many failures that have led to me being successful. That's what this whole exercise, I guarantee you, is about. You can look at some of your biggest failures and go, you know what? That's what made me accomplish this. So I don't know what my biggest failure is, but I've failed so many fucking times. I can't even count them or tell you. I don't know what my biggest one is. Number 15, am I a night owl or an early bird? How can I arrange my life better to suit this part of my nature? I am an early bird. I wake up around anywhere between three to five o'clock in the morning Every single day, even on the weekends, there's a rare occasion on the weekends where I'll sleep in to seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Have I always been this way? Fuck no. When I was a kid, when I was in my twenties, if I had a day off from work or whatever, I'd sleep till noon. I know lots of people still do that shit. I can't do it. So I get up and what can I do to arrange my life better? Well, I've already assumed a pretty good pattern. I get up in the morning and I journal and do gratitude. I get up in the morning and I start usually doing some kind of uh, method of loosening up my body, whether it be a TENS unit or a Theragun or something like that because I have some a bad back issue and stuff like that that I deal with. Yeah, I'm an old fucking fart. Yeah, life your ass off. <laughs> Motherfucker. So, but I have a routine though. I get up and I... Sometimes I meditate. Sometimes I will put on a meditation and do a positive meditation or a positive affirmation or whatever, along with me doing the journaling. So I'm trying to fill myself with gratitude and positivity and stuff. That's that's what I do to take care of me being an early bird. And how do I take care of me being an early bird with my night schedule? Well, once it's nine o'clock, I usually start taking some melatonin. I usually put on a pair of blue blocker glasses to block out um, the red light in the room uh, from telephones, from TVs, shit like that, that will mess up your circadian rhythm. Yes, I'm fucking retarded like that. I do this healthy nut shit so I get good sleep. You should do it too. But that's how I adapted to being an early bird. I forced myself to go to sleep around 10 to 11. I'm 
I am knocked out. I'm talking fucking cold, like somebody slugged me in the fucking face, Francis Ngannou, or, you know, Tyson Fury. Somebody fucking hit me in the head so hard, I passed out cold. I usually wake up at like two or three in the morning with my fucking glasses still on, and I got to take them off and set them on the desk beside me and continue to sleep. So there you go. That's how I adapt to my early bird behavior. Number 16, what do I like about my job, what I dislike? What do I like about my job? I like about my job what I have created. What I dislike about dislike about my job is anybody having control over me. I do like, let's go back to that, is the fact that I am creating my own job by doing this podcast, by doing my art pursuits, freelance, on the side. Those are things that I like. And everybody else should dislike working for somebody else too. If you don't, nothing against you. That's my belief. I'm answering the question the way that feels fit to me. Number 17, what does my inner critic tell me? My inner critic is the most evil, sadistic, fucked up son of a bitch you could ever meet. He probably wouldn't say nothing to you. I think it's him. It's got to be. He says shit to me. Like, you're ugly, you're fucked up, you're stupid, you, you fucking deformed, you're a retard, nobody likes you, you're slow, you're weak, you, whatever. I mean, anything, the most ruthless, fucked up, horrible shit that anybody could ever say to me, which I'll tell you this, nobody ever says to me, my inner critic does tell me that. If I look in the mirror, your fucking teeth are crooked, your hair's fucked up. Your eyeballs aren't even. Uh, He'll say something. He'll say something fucking, oh, you got a fucking zit. Oh, you got a goddamn mole that's ugly. Uh, There's a couple hairs right there that shouldn't be there. My inner critic is an evil motherfucker. I wish I could silence him. Why does he exist? I don't know. But my inner critic does tell me way too much, and I listen to him way too much. I need to learn how to shut him the fuck up. You know what I mean? Okay. Number 18, what do I do to show myself self-compassion and self-care? I probably have a weird way to answer this that most people would not fucking consider correct. Most people would be like self-compassion. I tell myself I love myself. I go sit in a bathtub, a hot bubble bath. I have a fucking drink. Um... um, You know, I look in the mirror and say I love myself or what I do to myself to show self-compassion and self-care is I go to the fucking gym. I get on the fucking treadmill. I fucking stretch every damn day that I can possibly remember to do it. I go to the gym more than I stretch. But that is self-compassion and self-care to me. That is my temple. If I take care of my body, I'm not just taking care of my body. I'm taking care of my fucking brain, too. Blood flows through every fucking part of your body. So if you move your body, if you take care of your body, you're taking care of your brain, your vascular system, your nervous system, all the systems in your body, your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your liver, fuck it, everything, your dick, if you're a woman, your vagina, whatever, it's all going to work better. Everything works better. That's how I take care of myself and show myself self-compassion and self-care. I go beat the shit out of myself at the gym and on the treadmill. 
I walk around my fucking neighborhood every goddamn day around five or six. I mean, the level of shit I do physically, most people would think is fucking insane, but I love it. If I didn't do it, I would lose my fucking mind. I would go crazy. That's how important being physical is to me for self-compassion and self-care. So there's that fucking answer. Number 19. Am I an introvert or an extrovert? Am I energized by being around others or being by myself? That's an introvert or extrovert. Introvert, you don't want to be around people. Extrovert, you love being around people. Introvert here. I'm an introvert. I re-energize. My battery recharges when I get away from people. Now, I can be around animals. I can be around a dog. I can be around birds. I can be around nature, trees, whatever, the river, the creek. Ah, that's relaxing. I recharge my battery that way. When I'm around people, I feel like I'm getting my fucking soul sucked. So I'm an introvert. That's an easy question for me to answer. Number 20. What am I passionate about when I'm involved? Time and space seem to disappear. Well, art, it doesn't matter if I'm drawing or if I'm doing Photoshop. It doesn't matter what form of art I'm doing. Music. I love playing the guitar. I love playing the piano. I love playing the drums. I love doing vocals. I love writing music. I love writing, too. Another thing that I'm passionate about is working out, which I'd probably expose with one of the other questions. I love working out. Time can disappear when I'm in the gym. Yeah, you might think that's fucking insane because you've never been in that habit. Well, I have for a long time, and I get into a flow state with all these things where it feels good to me. I love to be in the gym working out. I love to be on the treadmill. I love to be doing something physical. That's where I lose time and space because I'm in the flow state because I am in passion. Number 21, what is my happiest memory? Every freaking moment that I spent with my father now that he is gone is my happiest memory. I loved my dad so much. He was my best friend on the face of this earth. And now... His soul is not here in a corporeal, physical being to where I can contact it, touch him, hug him, love him. It kills me, man. So I'll move on. Number 22. What do my dreams tell me? My dreams tell me bad shit. That's not good. I know, but this is an exposition here. I'm just throwing it out there. For some reason, I have this reoccurring dream that I'm being attacked by different people, different places. And no matter what I do, I hit them. I fucking run from them. My hits don't do anything. It's like I'm a fucking 50 pound baby, a little boy hitting a grown man or whoever it is. It doesn't make a difference what it is. It doesn't phase them when I hit them or kick them or anything. I run from them. They catch me. This is a reoccurring dream I've had all my fucking life. I don't understand it. I don't 
know if it's some self-belief that I have that I am not capable of taking care of myself or that I am exposed or I'm in danger. Maybe it has something to do with my anxiety. Fuck, I don't know. Here again, what do my dreams tell me? Number 22, I'm just exposing the raw, honest truth like I did with my last answer. Number 23, what's my favorite book, movie, band, food, color, animal? Okay, favorite book, Napoleon Hill. I don't remember the fucking name of his book. (laughs) Napoleon Hill's book is one of the best books I've ever read because of the positivity in it. And I can't even remember the damn name of it. How to Think and Grow Rich, I believe it is. Some of it may seem woo-woo, but I love the philosophy in the book, period. The philosophy of positivity. My favorite movie of all time is Braveheart. I love seeing Mel Gibson fight for freedom and fight for love. I will always love that movie. My favorite band of all time is going to be Lockjaw because that's my fucking band that I created with my best friend Jeff Ogle for the rest of time because they are still playing even after I left the band years and years ago. They're still going and they're doing a fantastic job. I love them. I wish them the best and I hope they hit it big, man. And that's my favorite band. Food. My favorite food is fucking pizza. I love motherfucking pizza. Okay, my favorite color is black. Most of my clothes, shoes are black. My favorite animal is a dog. In specific, if I had to name one dog, it's Diesel. It's this French bulldog. I fucking love him. I wish I owned him, but I don't. But he is the world to me. He is like a little child to me. I love him, and I wish he was mine. I love cuddling with this little dude. Uh, just, I'm going to shut up before I sound like a faggot. No offense to people that are gay out there. It's this, you know, I'm just slinging shit around, talking. Don't take offense, please. Okay, number 24. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful that I'm alive. I am grateful that I have a physical body to exist in this universe. I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I am grateful that I have eyes to see, ears to hear, nose to smell, mouth to speak. I am grateful that I have talent from the God of this universe that has given me everything that I have and that I am. Should I say any more? I'll shut up. Number 25. When I'm feeling down, I like to take drugs and drink. Oh! Damn, I fucking said it. Well, you know what? I am no different than most people. When I feel like shit, when I feel depressed, when I can't cope with my feelings, I fuck up and turn to a bottle of alcohol or to the pills my doctor gave me or something like that. No, I don't go out on the street and hit up fucking homeboy on the corner and say yo bro you got whatever some heroin for me or whatever i don't do that shit i'm not like that i'm just saying not like it's any better whoever's selling shit on the street and whatever the government says is okay no fucking difference all fucking bullshit i wish i had a natural fucking way to turn to things to like maybe marijuana or ayahuasca or mushrooms or dmt or something that nature made but no everything's a chemical everything is some bullshit trash yes i have a fucking weakness right there when i'm feeling down i go to shit that i shouldn't go to 
oh, that makes me very upset with myself, and I admitted it on a live podcast. Oh, well. 26, I know I'm stressed when I close myself off from the rest of the world, don't answer phone calls, don't answer the door, don't go out, don't do anything, don't even want to go work out. I know I'm overly stressed when I am completely, utterly, totally shut the fuck down. That's when I know I've got too much stress, too much anxiety, too much pressure, too much everything, period. 26, fuck you. (laughs) But this is an exposition. This is showing me who I am. Know thyself. That's the end of the questionnaire. Remember, this process should not make you bring judgment upon yourself. Do not judge yourself. This is to reveal things, okay? Rediscovering yourself is a process. It will take thinking, talking, writing, and doing. Obviously, there are more in-depth questionnaires involving this process. If you want to dig deeper... And I suggest probably that you should do it. I should do it. I have never even done what I'm about to suggest, but let me just throw it out there to you. I'm going to lob a bomb. If this interested you, then another great asset is going and doing a personality test, which going and doing is a retarded thing to say. Let me retract that statement. You don't have to go to do it. You can do it on the fucking internet. Take a personality test like the Myers-Briggs on the internet. Truity, T-R-U-I-T-Y. Truity is another personality test. Last, 16 personalities. It's spelled one, six, and then you spell personalities. If you can't, you don't deserve to fucking find the site. 16 personalities. Those are three great personality tests you can take for free. These tests show your strengths and your weaknesses in a way you may enjoy more than this questionnaire of mine that I just went through. I mean, this is very self-examining to go through this questionnaire. A personality test will tell you so you don't have to think about it, what's your strengths and what's your weaknesses and blah, 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 all that good stuff. This is more self-inquisitive, what I'm doing here with you. Uh, it's more self-reflective. You can look on each answer and go, hmm, maybe I need to do this. Ooh, I'm good at that. Ooh, I'm horrible at that. I got to do something to change that. You see what I'm saying? But the main thing is, do not accept a weakness as a limitation, okay? You can always improve some component of yourself with work and enough time. Or you can embrace that weakness acceptingly and learn to lean harder into the parts you find that you have exceptional strengths in. Improve those traits. That's acceptable too. There's no one way to do this, but knowing who you are better is going to help you be the best you, be more authentic, be true to yourself. But like I said in the beginning, the first step is being aware of who you are to begin with. 
not who society wants you to be, not who your friends want you to be, not who your parents want you to be, your family wants you to be. Fuck all that. Who are you really? Find out. Examine yourself. And that's it for this episode of Keeping It Real. Thank you for joining in. I hope you enjoyed me just dropping my drawers and exposing everything on this podcast. I really did not preview these questions, and that was complete vulnerability. I threw out my good stuff and all my dirty laundry just as well. And it's... I'm going to have to go back and evaluate myself on this and figure out what I can do about some of that bad shit because I got some bad shit. I don't care, man. So You know, that's what's funny is some people look at you and they think you have got it all together. This is where judgment comes in. People are always in comparison mode. They look at you and think, ooh, good Lord, if I had all my shit together like them, they don't fucking know. I'm sure people look at me and think, Man, if I could have my shit together like him. You don't know my dark side. You don't know what I fucking battle with, my demons. I got some fucked up shit I'm dealing with, and I still ain't beat it. I need to pay more attention. I need to put more authority. I need to put more obsession into some of these things I need to change, like I do on some of the things I love. So there you go. That's what I wanted to share with you by going through each one of these questions and being vulnerable and exposing myself, I hope you can do the same with yourself. Don't lie to your own damn self. Tell yourself the truth. Raw, honest, uncut, fucking brutal truth to each answer. And you can find more detailed questionnaires than this. I found 50, 100 or more questionnaires. And they're even more cutting and deep than this shit. I felt like this was kind of just a nice way to skim the top and just really get to know who you are in a nice, gentle way instead of going too deep and fucking cutting an aorta and bleeding to death. That's it. I'm not going to say any more. Love you out there in podcast land. Thanks for joining in. Share all this content with your family and friends. Rate and review it. Always look down below and please consider the option of sponsoring for $1 a month. If you're still here listening, then you care. Sponsor for $1 a month. If you want to sponsor for $10 a month, please do it. Anything you can do will help me towards my goal of obtaining financial security. (laughs) Will help me obtain my goal of gaining financial security on my own without any boss without anybody telling me what to do so I can put more into this podcast research so I can deliver you more information for free and I can get interviews I can do so much more if I just have an income with this podcast consider the support option that's all And I will shut up now and say good luck to you on learning to know yourself. I wish you all the best in this discovery. And I hope you find out who your authentic self truly is so you can enjoy your life to the utmost. 
Much love to you out there in podcast land. And thank you again. I'll catch you on the next episode of Keeping It Real. Until then, take care, folks. Later. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts in their material and deliver it to you, but please do all this at your own risk.